Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. And, well, it's been a while, uh, that's for sure. Uh, it's been a while since I've felt like recording and, uh, well, let's see how this one goes. Uh, I just got back from the movies, I know. Um, and I went to go see the new Scream movie. Personally, uh, I've always loved the Scream franchise. Uh, it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Uh, I was born in 94, so I grew up on the first Scream movie. I remember seeing it um, a lot when I was a kid. Uh, and it's funny because I I was talking about this with friends, and I was just thinking about how on Halloween you would see Scream costumes, Ghostface costumes, everywhere. You could find them at any department store, any any Halloween shop. There was always going to be Ghostface costumes. And now, I don't know if you find them at uh, Halloween shops only now or online, but I don't see any more Ghostface costumes. And I was thinking about that recently. I was just like, man, that's so, man, that sucks. Like, it's an end of an era. Uh, that's for sure, um, and horror has just taken this really, uh, new turn, uh, it's a lot of psychological horror now, uh, they do bring that up in this movie, so, um, I think that's what everyone's always liked about Scream, is that it's able to pick at the narrative, it's able to pick at what is going on in society or what's going on in pop culture with movies and all that kind of stuff. So I think for me personally, I love slasher films. Uh, they're goofy. They don't make any sense for the most part. But man, they are they are fun movies. They are just, they're really fun. I've always really enjoyed them. And, but yes, back to, uh, so I would see the Scream movie a lot as a kid, uh, Ghostface was a big part of my childhood, and like I said, Ghostface costumes were never scarce on Halloween, uh, I even wore Ghostface one year, and it was the cool one, because uh, I remember, uh, I saw Jack Quaid on Rich Eisen's show, and he talks about how, uh, how, you know, Scream and Ghostface are a huge part of our our upbringing. I mean, I don't know Jack Quaid's age per se, uh, but I'll talk about it while I'm looking it up. But yeah, I mean, Ghostface was always a part of my childhood. It was always, it was always a part of my life. Um, he's 29. I am 27. We are two years apart, so we grew up pretty close together in age, so yeah, uh, Scream was definitely a part of our childhood, it's definitely a part of our existence, uh, especially when it comes to horror movies, uh, for me personally, I remember getting the crap scared out of me, uh, by Scream costumes, uh, Scream completely fucked me up about going to movie theater bathrooms as a kid, uh, thanks a lot, Scream 2, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wore Ghostface one year, uh, and it's funny because he brought up the costume that I wore, and it was the one where it had like a heart pump, and you could pump fake blood and it run down the face. Uh, but yeah, uh, Scream was always and will always be nostalgic for me. Uh, 
and is always something that I enjoy. So when they were making this movie, I was excited for starters. Um, the last time they made a Scream movie was Scream 4 in 2011. I was a senior in high school. Um, I liked it. I mean, it's campy, it's super goofy, but I liked it. I really did like it. Um, and then another thought that came into my head was, holy shit, this is the first Scream movie without, uh, Wes Craven. This is the first time we don't have Wes Craven at the helm. And so, I was just like, I wonder how they'll do it. I wonder how they're going to do this movie. I wonder if it's going to be good or, or what, um... And then I remember seeing the trailer, and I was like, all right, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. I fuck with it, I fuck with it. And I, yeah, I just continued to really like the trailers. Uh, the cast was great. They brought back original cast members, like uh, David Arquette, who looks good in this movie. He looks, I mean, yeah, he's old, but he looks good. He looks very good in this movie. Uh, Neve Campbell always looks good. Uh, Courtney Cox, magnificent, OG, um, we also get Marley Shelton, who comes back, who played, uh, Judy Hicks in Scream 4, um, but, yeah, um, the cast in this movie is just really good, I really enjoyed the cast in this movie, and let's get on with the show, let's talk about it, so, Scream 5, uh, takes place, and I want to say it's 2021 in this movie. I'm not entirely sure because this movie was supposed to come out in 2021. But, you know, you know how it is. Uh, this came, this movie came out 25, or in the universe, it takes place 25 years after the original movie. And what this movie does differently than all the other sequels before is it's not really about Sidney Prescott. This movie, it has her in it. She comes out the last, I don't know, maybe after the second act into the third. Or you could say the second act and then into the third act. And then that's when she's in it, along with Gail Weathers. But this movie's not really about Sydney at all. It's more so about... Uh, Samantha Carpenter, who is the daughter, the illegitimate daughter, of Billy Loomis, the killer from the first movie. We see a lot of kids who were related or um, so on and so forth from the original characters. Uh, we see a character who is the nephew of Stu from the original we see the kid from 13 Reasons Why. He is the son of Judy, uh, Sheriff Judy, who came out in the fourth movie. So she's one of the more newer characters, and he's one of the more newer characters. Along with this younger cast, we do see some characters come back from the original we see uh heather Matarazzo, who plays martha meeks who is randy's sister and you may remember her from the princess diaries as the friend of uh 
the princess in the movie. I can't. I I'm blanking on the name. Sorry. And we also get to see a uh, Skeet Ulrich, uh, who played Billy Loomis, um, and he is digitally CGI'd, made to look younger. Which okay. It's not the first time, and I doubt it's going to be the last time that we see this done before. Um, You know, the first time you see him pop up, you're just like, Alright, it's not not too bad. It's it's okay. It's it's not the worst thing I've seen. And the second time you see him pop up, that one kind of looked wonky. Um, the second time we see him, uh, after that, it's kind of just jumps back to the first time and just kind of looks okay. Um, but yeah, for the most part, we are joined by a litany of new characters, uh, which you kind of care about. Uh, you kind of get, uh, you get to see Randy's niece and nephew, uh, Mindy and Chad, oh, such serial killer names, uh, to get murdered. Um, and then we also see just a bunch of good returning characters. Uh, but for the most part, uh, General Ortega, uh, also, uh, we see her in the trailer. Uh, we've seen her in the second season of You. She came out in uh, that Babysitter 2 movie as well. Uh, she's an up-and-coming rising star actress, and she's definitely going to go far. Uh, she is pretty good. She is also pretty funny. Um, I would not be surprised if we see more of her in the future. But yes, the back to the movie at hand. So Scream, uh, Scream 5, I guess we could call it that, takes place 25 years after the original. And we are back in Woodsboro where a uh, failed murder brings back the illegitimate daughter of Billy Loomis. Um, General Ortega character is attacked in the very beginning of the movie. And next thing you know, uh, she lives. Gets stabbed seven times. She lives. And this prompts her sister um, to make her way back home. And we come to find out that she's the illegitimate daughter. Her mom had a fling with Billy. Uh, not, I guess you'd call it an affair because he was dating Cindy at the time, but yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, so, I mean, we have to, so slasher movies, they are not these new agey horror movies where it is, uh, super uh, gut wrenching, and it's really trying to make you scared in your in your head. It's not a psychological horror movie. These are very uh, whodunits. They you're pretty much guessing who the killer is if it's not. Oh, at least with the scream movies, um, with uh, Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are very clear cut. Um, the villain is the villain, and how are the new characters supposed to stop them? So those that's that. Uh, but with this movie, these are more like whodunits. Who is the killer? And I have to say I fairly enjoyed this movie, even though I did guess correctly before uh, the movie even started. I, was, I had my guess on who was going to be the killer, and I guessed correctly. Um, 
I just don't want to give away anything too quickly. Uh, I think right now, maybe I'm going to start talking spoilers. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you can stop listening now. But before you do, I'm going to tell you all. uh, Great slasher movie. If you like slashers, if you like the Scream franchise, you will enjoy this movie. I guarantee it 100%. So on that note, here come the spoilers. So uh, we get to see the failed uh, killing of the sister of the main character, uh, Jenna Ortega's character. And then uh, Jack Quaid, who's the boyfriend of the sister, uh, brings her back to Woodsboro. Uh, Spoiler alert. He's one of the killers. (laughs) There's a two-killer culprit. Very much plays on the original. Uh, It's pretty much an homage to the original. Uh, They do call it a requel. Uh... Yes, I want to say it's. they call it a requel. So it's not a reboot, but it's more of a sequel. It's more of a soft reboot on a sequel. Uh, they talk about how the latest Stab movie completely disregards uh, the, the Stab franchise and fucks it up. And so this pretty much plays on a, that note. Uh, but yes, we get to see some, some cool deaths. Uh, most notably, we see one of the originals die. We see Dewey finally die. Uh, Dewey, throughout the entire franchise, has always been one to almost die, to to get stabbed, and then he pulls through at the end, uh, even up until Scream 4. And he finally dies in a true heroic fashion. Um, they're in the hospital. Uh, Ghostface pops up, and he's about to kill the baby sister. And Dewey gets the drop on him, fucks him up pretty good, uh, shoots him a couple of times in the chest, and as they're about to escape into the elevator, he says, I forgot to aim for the head. And he puts them in the elevator, sends it down, and he goes and he tries to go end it. He tries to go kill him by shooting uh, Ghostface in the head, and he ends up getting caught, and Ghostface stabs him in the front, in the, in the gut, in the belly and then right in the spine and says it was an honor and it's oh, man that was that was a heart-wrenching kill uh, at this point in the time Dewey and Gail Weathers are not together anymore they broke up again um, Sydney Prescott is a mom living her life I think somewhere uh, up north in Oregon um, and Gail Weathers is in New York being a talk show person. Uh, so Dewey just couldn't handle that type of life. Calls himself a coward. And Gail lets him know that you are not a coward. And so on and so forth. So yes, we get to see Dewey catch it. Uh, we get to see the kid from 13 Reasons Why catch it. Um, and Judy. Uh, one of the persons that was introduced in the fourth movie... Catch it. Granted, I could see that one coming a mile away. This movie plays a lot on the fact like someone's opening a door and it's fucking blocking something and it starts building up the suspenseful music and then nothing. And then again, 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 nothing. Like really just teasing you. Just like, oh, you're expecting a jump scare, you're expecting a jump scare, no jump scare. Yeah, so they do that a lot in this movie. Um, but. As far as that goes, you know, I didn't mind it. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the plot. 
I enjoy, I've always enjoyed on how they go about the rules of these movies. And I had no quarrels with it. It's funny because it just takes a real different type of person to enjoy uh, these slasher movies. Because some people are like, ah, it's not real, all this stuff. And it's just like, alright man, it's, I get it. But we're past the point of slasher movies being um being scary per se they're more so just fun horror over the top movies and i completely enjoy these type of movies um the halloween movies that have come out recently enjoy them a lot uh the remakes are okay um black christmas i thought was trash uh which one else? There was another remake. The Nightmare on Elm Street one I wasn't a big fan of. Um, Friday the 13th one I wasn't a big fan of either. Uh, I like more so the originals or the sequels that go on into the future. Uh, G- Freddy vs. Jason. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite uh, horror movies. I don't care if it sucks. I don't care if anything like that. If the general public is like, this movie's stupid. It's not even scary. Okay, man. It's not a, It's not for you. You have to understand what you're going into when you're going to watch a slasher film. It's not meant to be super um, gore. Well, it's meant to be super gory. That's for damn sure. Uh, it's meant to be just a fun ride. It's not meant to be uh, super scary anymore. I mean, because we're all in on the joke now. It's... It's, that's just how it is. But you can't really go on and say, like, ah, it's, it's not scary. It's like, all right, man. Well, I didn't come to see a Hereditary and a Midsummer where it ends with old people popping up naked. <laughs> like, I came to see a fun slasher movie with blood and guts and gore. Like, that's what I came to see. I know exactly what I'm getting into when I come to see this movie. Um, and it's just... That's the beauty about horror is that there's so many subgenres in horror that there really is something for everybody. I mean, if you want a paranormal horror, you can find it. If you want a psychological horror, you can definitely find it. I feel like that's the, that's the new niche uh, I think the most recent one that kind of saw that was pretty much like that was Antlers, which I actually enjoyed. I thought it was a pretty good movie, um, and I thought it was pretty uh, entertaining, pretty scary. So uh, it's not like I hate these movies. It's just some of them aren't my cup of tea. Like Hereditary, which just man, that's a slow burn movie. Uh, along with Midsummer, Midsummer is a slow burn, slow burn psychological horror movie, and sometimes it's just not for me. But, yeah, uh, if you go into this movie just completely understanding uh, what Scream is about, uh, what you're going to find in Scream is what you've always looked for when you watch these movies. Uh, Me, personally, I can't rank these movies. Uh, All I know is the first one is definitely my favorite. And the sequels can really just go in which any order that they can. Uh, But I think, you know, I think with this movie... I want to say the first screen movie without Wes Craven. I want to say that he would like this movie. I I really do think he would. Um, but yeah, that's it, everyone. 
I would uh, I would definitely give this movie a rewatchable uh, score. I think you can definitely rewatch this movie. I think this movie is just incredibly fun. And if you're a fan of slasher horror, you will definitely like it. You did it, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening to us here at the Rollback. I am Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Please look out for new podcasts every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Sometimes it may vary because, you know, Eddie's an idiot. But who am I to say? (laughs) I just want to say... Check us out at throwback.net. Check us out wherever you can listen to podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Pandora, anywhere. Uh, Apple Music, everywhere. That is where you can listen to us. Bitch about movies, which you probably shouldn't be bitching about. But, yes, this is the end of the podcast. Enjoy our long catalog of podcasts. So, This is Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Let's cut it.